Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. It's time for Wednesdays with Wayno on the opening drive. We're talking life, baseball, and what's happening at Big League Impact with Cardinals pitcher Adam Wainwright. Wednesdays with Wayno is presented by Scott Lee Heating Company, a proud Mitsubishi electric elite contractor. Grimsley, Jerry Davis, Randy Carricker, and we head to the Celebrity Line and our friend Adam Wainwright from BigLeagueImpact.com and, of course, BigLeagueImpact.org. And uh, the Cardinal right-hander who got the win last night joins us. It's Wednesdays with Waino on 101 ESPN. Adam, good morning. How you doing? Morning, guys. I am in the wonderful city of Cincinnati, and I survived last night so we're okay <laughs> and uh, we, we will get to that in a moment but i gotta ask you this right off the bat when you were in school and mom would take you to go get some poster boards so that you could do a presentation with visual aids how did you do and did that experience in school help you as you prepared visual aids for your teammates when you uh presented a, a presentation to them <laughs> Did they do a thing on that on the broadcast the other night? Yeah, and then Ken Rosenthal just wrote about it at The Athletic. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, yeah, I love doing projects like that. I love – well, I used to love – I still love, but I used to really love drawing and, and um, art and that kind of stuff too. So um, anytime I got a chance to, to draw on a poster board, I felt like that was that was awesome. And I <laughs> – am a storyteller by trade, Randy. So um, getting up there and in front of a class and probably not prepared, but trying to make a story out of it was always fun for me. <laughs> and uh, how did your presentation to your teammates go over? Were, were they wrapped with attention to what you were spinning there? Uh, I think they thought, uh, it was funny. I mean, that, and that was, that was a big part of it was, you know, trying to lighten the mood a little bit in there. Cause there was, it was just, it was just, everyone was like on the borderline of depression, you know, when, when, uh, when we were going through that streak and <clears throat> just reminding, you know, it's just reminding guys that, uh, we have a good team. We have a great history and, uh, we have a, a, a great chance to turn this thing around if we, if we believe it. You know, and and uh, we're we're on the way. We've turned things around mightily. We just got to keep going. And by the way, just to give people the, the the backstory here is that you put together poster boards that had the Cardinals records in June and September of 2006 <laughs> when the Cardinals won the World Series, and a couple of other notes that you passed along. It was statistical notes, like you said, about the history. And now the the team knows that they've had their their rough month, and you guys are, are rolling, and you're going to keep rolling. Well, so I did a I did a month from. From 21 or from 22, I did a month from 21. I did a month from 20. I did a month from 19. I did a month from 11, and I did a month from. Six to, I did the, the one board with two months from 2006. 
but all the other boards were one big giant calendar with the stats from that month. Um, but you know, it's true of, 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 and we've talked about it on here, Randy, that every year, uh, almost every team in the big leagues, even the teams that, that win a hundred games almost always have a season where they lose, they have a losing record. And, and in, in those months that I pointed out, our records were somewhat similar to the month we had in April. You know, we were, we were nine and 16 and one month in, um, in, uh, 21 and it was you know we, we went on a major run to get off of that we were three and 17 during that month at one point or three and 17 during a stretch during during that at one point so you know there's there's months like that from every from every season we just had ours first and and uh, as long as that's the only one we have then our season will be sort of um not so not so atypical and and or it'll be typical and it will just go out there and and uh and finish the season hopefully with 90 plus wins like we do and make the playoffs like we do and hopefully this you know it's it's time for us to win another world series is what it is mm-hmm. Wayno, well your creativity has really been on display lately because i saw your comments after last night's win and congratulations on win number 197 for you uh, you have a new name that you would like to give Great American Ballpark, the Devil's Lair. Would you like to explain that? Not a new name. <laughs> <laughs> or it's rename just, it. To re- you, you would like finally, to rename it. Well, I just finally let the press in on kind of <laughs> what my thoughts of Great American is. You know, um, it's been tough on me over the years, and I just don't, I can't, I don't have any reason for it except for that there just must be some sort of cur- curse here. But if you look at my ERA at all the ballparks, it's like three, two, three, one, three, three, four, three, 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 five, eight, three, 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 three. It's like, what the heck? So, I mean, and I've got a, you know, it's not like I've got one or two starts here and just, you know, the, the numbers are outliers. This is, I've had 20 starts, I think, and 22 total games here. And just, it just has never been good. And, you know, the frustrating part of that, too, when I used to pitch behind Carp, Carp owned the Reds. You know, <laughs> team, players have teams they own, right? Like, mm-hmm. I own the Rockies, for instance, at Colorado. I, I've, I mean, I have the lowest ERA ever for a visiting player in Colorado. And Colorado is a tougher place to pitch than Cincinnati should be, and I have a two there, you know. And and in Great American, Carp would come in here, and he would punch out ten and give up two hits over eight innings. And the next day, I'm be like, you know, I'm, I've got a great plan now. I watched him do that, and then I would go out and give up four in four innings or five and five innings and and just oh gosh, man, oh, so frustrating. <laughs> hey, Adam. I, I seem to remember a game that you had. And I, I don't remember what year it was. You'll remember the, the scenario, though. I think it was a Sunday afternoon game in Cincy where you got knocked out early and Carp said, hey, we got to go watch some video. And he showed you video of what you were doing, told you, do you remember this? Told you what you were doing wrong, and then all of a sudden, boom, you turn things around in a blink. Yeah, that happened several times, honestly. Um, there was. Uh, it's always good to have you know, someone, someone else's eyes on your stuff, um, especially his, cause he paid such great attention and, and we had such, we had such great familiarity. You know, we played catch hundreds of times. So when he would, when I'd be playing catch with carp and he saw my arm slot off two inches, he'd be like, Hey, you're, you're up a little, you know, you're up two inches. 
get it back down where it's supposed to be, or hey, you're down two inches, get it back down where it's get it back up where it's supposed to be, or or hey, your front side's opening, or hey, your front arm's pulling, or your head's moving. You know, it, he he was always offering up something like that. Um, and Jack will do that. Jack does that some too with me. But but Carp had that kind of big brother role with me where he was always speaking into my stuff. But but Carp taught me how to prepare. Carp taught me how to watch the watch the game and watch film and and uh, and really and really learn from those things. So yeah, he he definitely did that. Adam, I'm always intrigued about, you know, those pitcher-manager conversations on the mound. So I want to know how many times, if ever, has the manager come out there and you had some choice words for him and he didn't get the ball from you? Oh, yeah, it's happened. It's happened several times. I mean, you know, that especially especially when I was really rolling, Kerry, you know, when I was, you know – it's it's hard for a player to admit that he's not in his prime anymore, but I think we can all admit I'm not in my prime anymore. Um, I still can, you know, I'm still going to have a, a very good season, I think. But there was times where I was throwing, you know, low to mid nineties, and I was spinning it better than I've ever spun it, and you know, my location was great, and I was attacking hitters and finishing up there on Cy Young list during those years when the manager would come out, when Matheny or Larissa would come out, you know, especially Matheny. Uh, I had earned that trust of of staying in the game where you look at him and you go, are you kidding me? <laughs> who are you bringing in this game that's better than me right now? Who who, who in the world do you think is better than me for this situation? Cause, cause, and you know, and I, I'm, a, I'm prepared. You know, I go into these games very, very prepared. So I'll, I'll look at – I'll sometimes look at a manager and be like, do you know that this guy is 0 for 11 with 12, with 12 punch outs <laughs> against me? You know, no, but, but I, I know the stats in and out on what a guy's done on me. And I know what those swings have looked like and what his hits have looked like. And, and uh, so that's what we were talking through last night, you know, and, 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 uh, and that situation with Will Myers where I pitched around. I mean, if you look at it, I threw him a three Oh slider about a foot off the plate. I, I wanted no part of that at bat because he was the only guy that at the end of that uh, outing for me, he was the only guy that could put something in the seats. And Kevin Newman was on deck, which he's a he's a solid hitter, but he he does he has a, a a bad record against me, but he also doesn't have the power that Will Myers has. So I I had set that inning up to get to Kevin Newman, and so when I wasn't entrusted with that situation, I was disappointed. But um, the main reason I was disappointed last night coming out of the game was I knew our pin was down. You know, we we our guys a lot of our guys were were taxed pretty heavy. And uh, I, I really thought I was going to go at least seven innings there. And, and my pitch count was down. I could have. But, you know, the devil's lair struck again. And I gave up. <laughs> Gosh, every time I give up a, a blue last night, which was many, I gave up four or five blue pits. It was followed by an extra base hit. So, you know, that's um, – and I promise you, I go into each outing here with a, with an attitude that I'm going to dominate. I go into an with, with an attitude of, of – you know, the past of the past and, and even forgetting the past. And yesterday I, I went into it differently. I try to think, you know what? I, I embrace my past. This place has been tough, but today's a new day. It's really hard to hit a baseball. You know, let's go out and have a great outing. And, and uh, you know, devil's lair. What can you say? <laughs> but that being said, devil's lair, uh, uh, you, you talked about earning the trust with, with Tony and Mike to, to work your way out of a jam. 77 pitches. I was thinking myself, okay, 
who are they going to bring in that is better to get the next hitter out than Adam Wainwright? And, and Chris Stratton's a really good pitcher. But I'm sure you're thinking the same thing at that point. Even though, you, like you said, you're past your prime, your, your belief is you are the best pitcher to get that next hitter out and to get out of that jam, right? Well, of course. And, and listen, fans at home probably know this. Um, some, some may not. So I'm just going to go ahead and say it. You want your starting pitcher to be like that. All right, if, you, if your starting pitcher is quick to hand the ball over, then he's not a competitor, you know? Mm-hmm. You want your guy to want that next guy. You want him You want him fired up to get the next hitter out, and you want him fired up in a, in a, in a, in a competitive way when he gets taken out of the game. You know, somebody told me a long time ago, you should run out to the field because you can't wait to be there. Because you can't wait to compete, but you should walk off the field because you don't want to leave. And that's exactly how my mindset is out there. You know, I, I want that next guy, man. I, I, I can't wait to compete against the next person. And uh, when that's taken from you, you know, it, sometimes it takes a minute or two to kind of cool down off of that. Bueno, just two kind of fun questions. One, did the hamburger phone travel with you guys? And two, I thought that video, it was just so sweet seeing your son Caleb with you the other day, the other day and with the post game. Is he starting to understand more and more what his dad does? He, yes. And then he was, I mean, he's a, this, this little guy is such a cutie, man. He is. <laughs> he is. He does some things, you know, and I, he's a he's a little rascal sometimes. Don't get me wrong. He's got his moments. But but uh, sometimes I just look at him, and he just makes me laugh. I mean, this guy wakes up in the morning with a comedic routine going. He is just – he does some things that you just can't make up, that come natural to him. He's, a, he's an entertainer. He is a natural entertainer. But as far as baseball-wise, he is – starting to understand that his dad doesn't play on a beer league softball team <laughs> when, you know, we go places and it's happened to all my kids, you know, that he's getting, he's almost to the age where he starts telling me, you know, if we we're going through Target or Walmart or the Whole Foods or Chinooks or someplace, he, he's almost to the point of where the other ones were, where they go, dad, that guy's wearing a Cardinals hat. Go talk to him. Go sign. Him. <laughs> he wants to meet you. And I'm like, babe, this, let the man enjoy his day at the grocery store. Relax, you know. And so he's getting there. He is. Adam, when did you realize that he had put a bottle cap in his mouth? <laughs> uh, not till after the interview. Oh, um, no. When, when, when my mom had texted me and my wife had texted me and uh, and and all their friends that who were moms were texting them oh, yeah. uh, and none of the media had let me in on this but you know he did that he knows he's not supposed to do that he did that to be a rascal head um but uh, and that's why he put it in his mouth, and you see him kind of look around like, I know y'all know I'm not supposed to be doing that, but I'm gonna do it anyway. So Adam, I don't know if you heard this yesterday, but there was a person in the studio that should have had the hamburger phone because he made a call yesterday. So and this one one for twenty one, that's not real. He'll probably go four for five tonight with a couple of dingers. So that was Randy Carriker calling out the shots for one Paul Goldsmith yep. yesterday before the show. I mean during the show before the game. Nice, nice. Yeah, well, uh, 
Well, don't be afraid to call a scoreless outing for me. I'm ready for him. <laughs> hey, we'll work on that. Uh, and uh, some great things happening with the big league impact. So many great athletes, not only here in St. Louis, but you, you have people around Major League Baseball that are doing so many great things for their communities. We do, and we're about to go out and serve as a team right now um, here in Cincinnati. And uh, we love doing that kind of stuff, and we're doing it all around the league. Also got some other things to, to, to hit, the uh, the watch party coming up when we go to uh, London. Um, you can check it out on bigleagueimpact.org uh, slash well, is there a slash behind that? Slash all if people win, just maybe. go to bigleagueimpact.org and just go to, uh, to the events tab, they can find it. There you go, yeah. And, and, and we're hosting a Cardinals uh, watch party at Patios down by the stadium when we're in London. And, and uh, tickets include food, drinks, and parking. Uh, there'll be trivia raffles. There'll be other games and a silent auction, too. So you can learn more at bigleagueimpact.org slash Cardinals London watch party. Um, but but like you said, it is on the events tab. So love to have people go in there and and support us at patios while we're in London. But um, also you can sign up for All Win there on our uh, website also, which is uh, every time we win a game, our some of our players have uh, have uh, pledged a certain amount of money per win to go to charity. And 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 Cardinal fans, y'all can join in with us on that. Hey, Adam, one more quick thing before we let you go. We had a conversation earlier about Skyline Chili, and I know you treat your body like a temple, but before you changed your diet, thumbs up or thumbs down on Skyline Chili in Cincinnati? Listen, (laughs) there are many wonderful establishments in Cincinnati. Grater's ice cream is the best ice cream in the world, I believe it. There's some very good barbecue here, Eli's Barbecue and... And uh, there's another one over there we used to get in the, in the clubhouse all the time. There is uh, some very good restaurants around here, the Precinct, Jeff Ruby Steakhouse, some of the best food in the big leagues. As far as uh, chili goes, Skyline Chili is absolutely below the list of worst chili. I mean, not even on the list. Okay. Skyline Chili. First of all, and I know Cincinnati folk would tell you this, is not even chili. It just goes on spaghetti noodles. Oh. And some te- sometimes people will put it on pink hot dogs and on um, on hamburgers or something. And I'm telling, I'm here to tell you, don't even go there, people. If y'all hadn't had it yet, don't even go there. It's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> Always great, honest answers from the one, the only Adam Wainwright. Wayno, thanks so much for the time. Have a great rest of your trip in Cincinnati and Cleveland, and we'll see you at the park next week. Okay, thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Good talking. Good talking to you. That's our friend Adam Wainwright. Wednesdays with Wayno here on 101 ESPN.